Welcome to the anointed teaching preached at Church 316, the youth arm of the Fountain of Life Church. We hope that you'll be blessed as you listen to this message. The theme for today is Wonder Woman, rightfully so, because women are amazing. You know, I get amazed when scripture, no, but I wanted to speak on encounter for a bit and then I'll go to Wonder, but let me say this. You know, I find it very interesting that the Bible will say that treat women like the weaker vessel. And sometimes people assume it's because they are weak. No, it's because they are too strong that when it comes to you, what you exhaust. So just be nice to them. Treat them like a weaker vessel is not because they are soft. Because think about it. Scripture calls um, a woman the helper. I be help meet. If you, have, if you have help in your house, raise up your hand. If you don't have, don't worry. It's time will come. But you know you don't have, you don't pay. Your mother has help. <laughs> Between your mother and the help, who work hard the most? The help, Abby. <laughs> so if God give man help, who is working hard the most? Little wonder, you read Proverbs 31. And all the man is doing is just to have wisdom and sit with the elders at the table. And be shiny. And the woman, she will carry back. She will carry her own. She will carry basket. Have you seen all these men that they will show woman? She will back one. She hold one. Hold pull like this. She's still cooking breakfast. Just, just leave men. After one like this, they are distracted. Somebody told me that, um, you know, women, you are created to multitask. That women, we focus one thing at a time. I know that's fine. I will wear it back. It's my own now. They men, they like to focus. They just one thing at a time. Women, we can do 12. And everything will succeed. Let man do three. So please, one more time, let me celebrate the Wonder Woman beside you. <laughs> Guys, you're stingy with your clap. Please, you can do better. Hallelujah. So, and as a matter of fact, the man meeting the woman was a supernatural encounter, wasn't it? When he saw the woman, he said, woman. It was a supernatural encounter, encounter that doesn't leave you the same way. But yeah, we're going to look at Proverbs 31, but before we do, because I know some of you will not come for Word Wednesday, help me tell your neighbor, say, Word Wednesday is happening on Wednesday at 6.30 on Zoom and Facebook. So, what should you do about it? Get the reply of your neighbor. Wait, get the reply. Especially if you are sitting beside, so you, know, you know it's worse if you and your neighbor, you don't come. So your situation is very critical because you can't tell the neighbor what they are missing because you yourself, you are miss. You know, not miss, you yourself, you are miss. But I assure you, we had um, a good time to really look at um, supernatural. And the beautiful, I wasn't the one talking. We were all just sharing. But I wanted to just point out a couple of things for five, ten minutes. And then we will look into Wonder Woman, right? Okay, so we, we defined encounter last week. We talked about how you cannot prepare for it, but you can desire it, you can anticipate it. And, you know, I went back home and I started to study more. Anybody go back home and started to just check more about encounter? I'm so tempted. Can anybody do one minute? What did you discover? If you do more than one minute. But I am in that mic, you have been offering for my own, off the person's mic. Oh, yeah, I need Usher. Give it to man that will run. Give it to Tosi Mohammed. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, God, where are you running to? Run with direction. Who wants to share what they've, in the last one week, encountered one, sec, one minute sharing? Everybody's not sharing. I'm not sharing. Okay, ah, how about theologically wrong like this? The righteous is as bold as a lion. See, as the men just winged it. You want to share, you know, something you discovered as you were researching supernatural encounter this week. Ah, it's a man, unfortunately. unfortunately. So, um, when I got back home, yeah. um, I was studying and then he led me, he led me to Habakkuk 2.2. That says write down division. And I realized that for you to have an encounter, you need to get division. Division has to come and then you get the encounter. That's why sometimes encounter, the encounter doesn't meet you. You, are, you cannot be, that's why, as Pastor Bissoy said, you cannot be ready for an encounter. And then when you see division, you are like, is something coming? Is something not coming? And then the encounter just hits you like that. Okay, so, so that we understand. Vision as in foresight or vision as in seeing. No, there are two kinds of visions. Uh, which one are you talking about? Vision as in foresight. Okay, that means you anticipate it. Okay, God bless you. Anyone else wants to share? Please clap for him. After all, you, don't, you do not check. One minute, one minute. Okay, don't so, breathe. Just, uh, okay, so I was... Um, Going through Second Kings. Ah, women, please. Um, I beg. Through um, Elijah, Elisha, and the moments whereby God took. No Eli- more HODs. None HOD. Uh-huh. <laughs> and with the moment where guy, um, Elijah was taken up by the whirlwind, and I just realized that Elisha, when uh, Elisha was there, and he said that he was not going to leave his master. But what uh, happened to me was I was so surprised about the other prophets that were like, ah, uh-uh. they, they, they knew that God was going to take Elijah away. And then they, they, they just stayed. They didn't even make that attempt like Elisha that said, I'm going to go follow this man because he needs something. Yeah. I just realized that Elisha desired something more, more than all these prophets that just wanted information and they did nothing about that information. So that was what I studied. And because yeah. they did not desire it, they did not get anything. Hallelujah. Please give him a round of applause. Absolutely. Um, any woman in the house that wants to share? Oh my goodness. Yes, please let me celebrate Christabel. She just bailed the women out. In the Bible, women were the first people to go and see Jesus. 3.16, let me tell the woman next to you, woman. When you get home today, read your Bible. If you don't have a physical Bible, please see Bumi. Stand up, please. Please see Bumi after the service. We have some Bibles that we can give out. But read it. Don't put it under your pillow. I'll put some 23. You know they work. Oh. Christabel. Praise God. Um, so I was reading about like people in the Bible One minute. that had had encounters and I stumbled upon Jacob and I realized that it was possible for you to um, be in a situation of an encounter and you come out of it the same way. Nothing. So if the, um, when Jacob had the encounter with the angel and he held the angel and said, I won't let you go. If he had let the angel go after they had fought and fought, he would have gone back the same way. But it's possible for you to be in a situation of an encounter and you just leave the same way. Okay, hallelujah. It's possible for you to have an encounter and it has no impact on you. You know, that's often the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is that you know it. Understanding is that it has gotten into you. But the highest one is wisdom. When you begin to rightly apply what you know. A lot of Christians have, we have knowledge. We know. Before we finish quoting Genesis 1, I want to say Genesis 1. Genesis 1, you already know it. 
But then the question is, you know, I was listening to a message this week, I think. I can't remember who was talking. And he was talking about love and about God being love and about how he has loved us first before we love him. And that the commandment is that we should love one another, John 15. And the person was asking a question. How much of your love reflects God's kind of love? And trust me, even me, I could not answer it. Because if you look at God's definition of love, how he loved you, I'm not even saying think about how he loved that your brother that you think that is a worst thing. I mean, like you, with all your mess ups and everything. And then think about how you love others that he said you should. How much of that love reflects not the world's definition of love, reflects God's kind of love. Right? And that for me is the difference between knowledge and application. So we know God loves us. We know as much as we can quote, we should love our neighbor as ourselves. But if we measure how you love your neighbor, I call, I don't, let me know if we go to ask God, is it as you love yourself? You know that God is far. Well, some people don't even like themselves, so that one is a critical situation. That one, the first thing to love God. But those of you that even love yourself, imagine how you love your neighbor. Your neighbor just do like this in praise and worship, small just who's out to you like this. You have squeezed your face like, you'll be squeezing your mouth like, just instead of you to come next Sunday with perfume and say, oh, I love you, just have a gift. You say, I can never sit down in that angle again. <laughs> if Joshua said do like this, you say, no, I'm going like this because you have seen, come on. But that's not the, okay, you would like to distract me. Let's come back. But yeah, um, I totally appreciate it. And I, one of my greatest prayers for 316 is that we will not just be hearers of the word. We will not just know. We will be doers. So let me tell your neighbor one more time. This week, read your Bible. And desire encounters. Okay, so I, just, I realized as I was studying, you know, just like she was saying, I was studying different um, people that have had encounters. And I'm going to read out just the number that I wrote in my book, Obvious, on my notes, sorry. Obviously, this is not exhaustible. Like, if you go through scriptures, you'll find a number. But I wrote a number of them down. And one thing I realized is that encounters happen in three forms, basically. Number one would be personal encounter. That's you and God. It's personal. Number two can be a group encounter. Okay, so number one personal encounter, you know Jacob, you know Peter, you know Paul. Those are like individual personal encounters. And oftentimes when you have personal encounters, it comes for a number of purposes. Number one is repentance or regeneration. You find that in Paul. Number two, it comes for empowerment. So when God comes to you as an individual... It comes either to read, you hear of Isaiah in Isaiah 6. It says, oh me of unclean lips, repentance. And then the next thing, the, Holy, the spirit of God puts a coal of fire in his mouth, cleansed him and ordained him as a prophet. So when you check through scriptures and you see people that have personal encounters, one of those two or both of them always happens. It's either God is come or the third one would be to strengthen you. Um, strengthen you find on the road to Emmaus. When the disciples, after the death of Jesus, were running, some of them were running away because um, the king at that point was just burning brimstone and fire. And then Jesus showed up, right? And they said, oh, didn't our heart burn within us as he was speaking? And what happened? The Bible says they were strengthened and they returned to Jerusalem. It means they just did excursion. They walked to Emmaus, they just stayed there, ate breakfast and came back. So it comes to for repentance or regeneration, it comes to empower or it comes to strengthen. 
then you have the second form of encounter that I found in scripture is either a group or a community encounter or sometimes the body of Christ, right? You find when the disciples had locked the door and they were in the room and then Jesus showed up. Oftentimes that comes to strengthen or to empower or to give assignment. On the day of Pentecost, they were as a group and they had an encounter. What did that come to do? It came to empower them with the Holy Spirit and it strengthened them because the same Paul that Peter, sorry, that denied Jesus three times was empowered and emboldened to begin to speak. And scripture says 3,000 souls were won to Christ. The last type of encounter that I found while I was just doing some study this week was like country or territorial encounters. You find that in Jonah where God sends a man and an entire city. Bible says they were brought to repentance. There's also a man, um, I think his name is Charles Finney, I think. Um, I can't remember what country. Um, he said that in his city, the revival of God broke out that led everyone to repentance. Their prisons became empty. They started to convert prison to schools and recreational center. It means that everybody could not sin. So you leave, it was in the olden days, you know that you leave your way, you now put stone. Now, if you leave your way, ah, don't go far. For where? Yeah, you leave your way for where? So, sometimes you have such where, um, and then you have like Azusa Street Revival where an encounter breaks out and it's like everybody catches on with it. So, oftentimes, these are the, well, all three scriptures and just people's life, these are the three manners or forms or ways that you find encounter. My prayer is that we will so desire it. Um, but the first place to start is yourself. Hey, your neighbor, say yourself. So personal encounter is the first place. Um, and you know, when I, as I was reading all of this, I realized that additional things that um, this encounter does, um, aside from repentance, um, empowering or strengthening, it also gives revelation sometimes. It comes to reveal. Sometimes God will just reveal himself. Like for Paul, you know, when he says, Lord, you, who are you? Then he tells you, I'm Jesus. And sometimes it's also for, so revealing is also for assignment. Encounter can also be for assignment because Paul, Jesus will show up and say, now, Paul, I'm going to tell you what you must suffer. If it was now, I'd say, I bind you evil spirits. Because I will not suffer. I only enjoy my life in Jesus' name. So, sometimes you only enjoy your life in Jesus' name, but this is what happened in scriptures. So, it comes to strengthen, repentance, um, revelation. It comes to commission for an assignment. It empowers, and I think that's it. Okay, so I said I was going to give you, aha, the last one. Yeah. So, you know, the way I, when you're studying a different day, you don't be writing like this. So, today I'm not preaching, I'm sharing with you my own. Okay, and the last one. Sometimes an encounter comes to make a demand of you. Sometimes God will show up on Abraham's radar and say, give me your Isaac. And not just any Isaac. Uh, that one that you love, go, go. give it to me. Um, so sometimes he won't just come to empower you. Sometimes he will come to ask of you. And my prayer is that whichever purpose the encounters you would experience this month come for, you will not be found wanting in Jesus' name. You'll be fully equipped and able to give it your best in Jesus' name and to receive all that God comes for it, comes with it, in, all that comes with it, sir, in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, okay, and the last one, one more, Abby. I don't even know what number we are in, Sha. Number is in your notes. One more. It also sometimes comes, maybe not to make a demand, but to impact a blessing. Look one, when the angel of God came to meet Zechariah, 
It says, Zechariah, your arms have gone before me. And that which you have been believing God for, I've come to give it to you. You find an encounter with Mary and suddenly the impossible became possible. So encounters come to also not just demand, but to also bring a breakthrough or a miracle, whatever you may call it. But those are some of the things that you find that an encounter comes with. The important thing is an encounter does not leave you the same way that he met you. Even though it looked like Jacob did not get anything from that encounter, he did get something. You know what he got? A revelation of who God is. He became aware. Because I realized that every time when we preach it, I've preached it before, that Jacob missed it. In the real sense, Jacob did not miss it. He did get something out of it. Remember I said an encounter can be for different purposes. He did get a, a revelation of who God is. Such that the next time he had an encounter, he knew what to do. If he did not get anything out of the first encounter, he would have made the mistake the second time. I know I said last week about Jacob, Abby. When I went back home, God said a lie. What you said last week, I've come to correct it. Jacob did not lose out on the first encounter he did get something out of it. So sometimes, all an encounter might do is just open your eyes to see who God is. Which is what happened to Jacob. Because think about it. While he sojourned, the same God was speaking to him on how to put spotted plants. So if he had missed God, he would have missed all of those miracles. So an encounter does not leave you the same way. So I said I was going to give you some scriptures that you can just go on and meditate on about people that have had encounters and just meditate on it and ask God to visit you Make it personal. And then if you have a group of friends, pray together and ask for a group encounter. And trust me, you can pray for a group encounter over the wave. There's no distance in the spirit. So don't say, ah, if you cannot gather together. No, no, no. Get your friend on a Zoom call and start praying together. Get on a WhatsApp call, Skype, whatever. Start praying together and let the power of God come and rest upon you mightily. The Bible says that the earnest expectation of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So if you're a son of God, let me tell your neighbor, this is your time to manifest. Tell them tomorrow is not on the calendar. Someday is not on the calendar. When I grow up, it's not on the calendar. When I get older, it's not on the calendar. When I armor, it's not on the calendar. When I make money, it's not on the calendar. When I marry, it's not on the calendar. When I have children, it's not on the calendar. The only date on the calendar, tell them today's date. Hallelujah. So tell them to manifest in Jesus' name. Amen. So the world is waiting for our manifestation and if you go out before an encounter hmm. you know when the bible says selah selah means ponder on this if you step out to manifest without at least a personal encounter the bible says of the sons skivabi Seven of them, I be. Say that the demon answer and say that Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Pastor Bisoye, I know. Whether I know you, I don't know. But at least for me, I know. Then the demon says, Who 
are you? Did the, the demon did not even wait for the person to give answer? Oh, bow. You know when they say somebody bow? He bow them. Or them bow he. Because the demon, there must be many. Uh-huh. So that you will not come and say, it's possible that say we should manifest. I now get into politics. They now bow me. I, be, I get into business. They now bow me. They say, I've now been calling everybody. Your photograph is on everybody's WhatsApp. Now people will come and say, hey, somebody's owing me. Hey, what's my concern? Before they begin to call your contacts, have an encounter. An encounter that when you step into business, they will tell you that business is saturated, but God will make room for you. Get an encounter. Amen. Um, okay, so the script. Hey, timekeeper. I create time. The scriptures. The scriptures. Scriptures. Luke one eleven about Zechariah. Luke one twenty eight encounter about Mary. Genesis twenty twenty eight Jacob at the at Bethel. Genesis thirty two Jacob wrestling with God. Acts nine three Saul conversion to Paul. Matthew fourteen twenty two Peter walking on water. Jonah one. Jonah and his assignment to Nineveh, Isaiah 6, verse 1, the commissioning of prophet Isaiah, Jeremiah 1, the commissioning of Jeremiah. Please study all of this, and I'm sure that as you study them, um, God will show up in Jesus' name. Okay. Thank you for listening to this message. For more information, please visit www.vchurch316.org. God bless you.